0: Is in the Know for Wednesday, August 24, the 236th day of 22. Uh, there are 129 days left in the year. Good morning, MV, guiding you through In the Know at K105 on Litchfield's Country Station, 1039 Meloose. Live online at k105.com via the Apple, Android, smartphone app using the SoundCloud, iTunes, or Spotify podcast on Facebook, on YouTube, on Twitter. And the hashtag is in the know. Coming up today, we'll update you on the latest news headlines from around the community, the county, the Commonwealth, and the country. We'll have a thing called Day Number Twelve, actually Day Number Thirteen of Where's Quacky. We'll tell you who won on Day Number Twelve. Be your chance to win. We'll also have another chance for you to win as we gather around the water cooler question and prove who's the smartest. That and a whole lot more coming up today here on In the Know. Settling in to my left, rolling Mach 9 with her hair on fire, the bomb. is my beautiful wife, the beautiful girl. It's Beach. Good morning, sweetheart. Good
1: morning. How you doing? I'm okay.
0: Where do you stand on the Trisket? Like Trisket crackers in a box. Where do you stand on those? I yes, like no? them
1: well enough, but okay. you know how I don't like the hard, like... They hurt the roof of my mouth.
0: Gotcha. Yeah, they can tear some stuff mm-hmm. up. Yeah. Um, so, do you like the flavored ones? You know, when they get they have like yeah. a seasoning on them. So, have you ever wondered how the Triscuits got their name?
1: No, I've never. Triscuit wondered that. is
0: short for electricity biscuit, hmm. which I think is kind of cool and funny. The first ones were produced proudly uh, were proudly produced with hydroelectric power, so the biscuits were were used. Were produced using hydroelectricity, so they called it a trisket. Okay. Is that okay?
1: Uh, well, uh, I guess it has. It to might be. as well be yeah. <laughs> a trisket,
0: a tasket. He is a five-time winner of the coveted Ohio NewsHawk Award. He's the two-time Silver Sound nominee, covering every corner of the globe: London, Budapest, Rio, Tokyo, and even Glasgow. He's Sam Gormley, not Glasgow, Glasgow. Mm-hmm. He's Sam Gormley and the Sparks. Morning, Sam. Morning, Ralph. How you doing? Good. How are you? I'm excited. You and I are both, uh, we are both classically trained burger masters. Yeah. You know I, how to make a good burger? Uh, well, I've I, made I, burgers. I was the grill guy. I, I, I know. We're right there. I mean, I think it... I think it's made us into the men that we are, being able to know how to work a grill and make a good burger. Exactly right. Well, I want you to know, I'm giving you a head start. Tomorrow is National Burger Day. Okay. So how do we celebrate? Two old burgermeisters like mm. us, how do we celebrate a well, I, National Burger Day? I was even in the store the other day looking at one of those Blackstones. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because mm-hmm.
2: that, that, that's more my style. Yeah, that's the that's, griddle style, uh, yeah. That's what I was used to. And uh-huh. I thought that they were really, really, really expensive. And I saw that there was a small one, and it really wasn't that bad. And uh-huh. I was like, oh. Yeah,
0: there's not much only to them a, either. They've only I
2: had a spot for it
0: metal, metal and propane. Uh-huh. Oh, you probably got a spot. Just park your car further out in the street, and then you can put it in your driveway. <laughs> uh, yeah, It'll s- be okay. Somebody
2: will come whipping off a have <laughs> Do you have a, you have a strong
0: opinion on the perfect doneness of a burger? Medium well medium well you like yours mm-hmm. medium well i'll just take mine medium mm-hmm. just straight up medium now mm-hmm. it better be good well, i mean it better the, be good ground beef
2: you got the old uh, trick that we were taught with on your on your thumb on uh-huh. how you can tell is it's like if you touch the bottom of it uh-huh. there's rare yeah you know medium rare medium and then uh-huh. up when you hit the bone that's well done so if you touch the burger that's how you know
0: all right 15% of adults like the cheese underneath the patty not on top 85% of us are normal then you need, you want that cheese to drape over. You uh-huh. want it to drape over the patty. Well, see, we were even so. lucky at the
2: restaurant we had like the, the cap mm-hmm. on it. So you did that scored a little water in there so it all the way melted down. Mhm. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, okay. Good. It's uh, listen, I now, my burger restaurant was a restaurant that also did other things. You know, they did. I mean, we did other things, but, too. Well, they ranged, you know, potato wedges and things like that. But we were we were more. <laughs> you of, were fast food, right? Yeah, we were more of a discount food. You're more of a full service, more. Oh, yeah. Give you good quality. I mean, we even had, your... like,
2: fish and chips on the menu
0: oh, and everything. goodness gracious. Well, uh-huh. we had fish and we had fries. Of course, those are oh, chips. Pl- but plenty of fries. Increased humidity. Increased heat and humidity on the way after a nice break from the humidity yesterday. The humidity will return as we get toward the end of the week. And we'll see some isolated rain chances to end the week. We'll see a high near 90 tomorrow and through the weekend. And we'll see sunny today, a high of 88. Clear tonight, low of 67, mostly sunny and 90 for tomorrow. Looking ahead, maybe Monday, Tuesday is the greatest chance of rain for early next week. And then we'll kind of uh, zero in on what it looks like leading into your... Of course, Labor Tuesday day. will
2: be because that's when we're outside again on on the pitch. L- Labor of course Day weekend, rain.
0: you got Cougar soccer next Tuesday. Uh-huh.
2: I was like, of course, it'll start raining that day.
0: President Biden yesterday or today is set to announce his long-delayed move to forgive up to ten thousand dollars in federal student loans for many Americans and extend a pause on payments to January, according to some people familiar with the plan. It felt like this was it was only a matter of time before this happened. I think they were testing the wind. To many people who have successfully paid back their student uh, loan debts over the years, that you know had to come up with hundred percent of their repayments, they some of them, a large majority of them, don't really like the idea of others getting a pass. And then there are other some some philosophical um, there are people with philosophical differences saying, "Well, you, you borrowed it, you owe it." Then on the other side, you say, "Well, this uh, student loan debt, if you can consider that at point at some point." over the last decades became predatory to the point that we loaned people money and then we didn't really limit on what they could spend it on. And it didn't go for their education. It went for whatever they decided at any particular moment was in their best interest, and now they're saddled with this debt. And it's holding some of them back in the sense of buying homes or doing other things that may help generate the economy or get them on a path to being successful uh, byproduct producing Americans. So, depending upon your ideology, is how you're going to feel about this. But there's no real clear idea. The details seem to be scant on how this is going to work. But at least the idea is being considered that for those earning less than $125,000 a year, and it would be limited to a maximum of $10,000. I don't, I mean, I've not really been in the student loan game. Um, but i can but I, I mean i know people who have student student loan debt that they have to repay and i know that it's it's burdensome they're paying when i hear about the things that they have to pay per month you know the figures they have to pay per month to repay for their student loans then um i think well you could put that money towards something else and you could you know you could do more with it so i i mean i i'm not really for the forgiveness idea but because I think that if you borrowed it, you know, you're responsible for it. But I also know that there were people that there were entities that preyed upon students. who were like, let's just give them a, people who were too young to be able to make responsible decisions with this windfall of money going uh-huh, I've got, I mean, they're giving me $10,000 a semester or whatever. Well, I can pay this and I can do that and I can do that. It was an irresponsible decision, but it was irresponsible to give people that, you know, to give people that money and not require that it go for student loans. So I don't know how they're going to clean this up, but um, it's going to be popular with some, going to be unpopular with others, as is the way with many things, so. I mean, Sam. I'm sure you have contemporaries that are still paying student student loan. Yeah. Have
2: some contemporaries that'll be paying student loan debt until they're
0: forever sixty years old. Just because, I mean, yeah, it's terrible. The contractor hired to straighten the uh, U.S. 62 curve between Litchfield and Clarkson, which is commonly referred to as Beehive Curve, has filed for bankruptcy. We told you earlier this week that there was a question about the financial condition of the Charles DeWeese construction. And we have been able to file a, find a July 1 uh, filing for bankruptcy protection. The company has more than 400 unsecured creditors. And there are several projects that uh, are on the hook, if you will. And so this thing has gone from a standstill to even messier, but that's the, Latest information there on uh, U.S. 62 and the stretch, the straightening of that. I fear uh, because of this, it's not just a matter of everybody's kind of handcuffed right now. It's imagine yourself as a little bit like a landlord, and you get somebody who hasn't paid their bills and they're ninety days late on their rent, and then you go to court, and then the court buys them another sixty to ninety days before you can actually get your property back and rent it to somebody else. The Kentucky Transportation Cabinet, who is responsible for maintaining this federal highway, they can't even call over to a contractor they know and say, "Can you all come in, and pull this thing out of the fire, and, and you get this get this thing taken care of?" Kind of using they're the
2: same example you had, you don't even know when the landlord gets in there that they might be like, "Uh oh, they they broke a door, mm-hmm. they you know they the oven isn't working," kind of thing. It's mm-hmm. like on all or the things they, that
0: you might have to. They hid stuff in the attic that's going to rot, and you know you're gonna, yeah, you are going to smell three months from now. And blah, I, see, blah, blah, blah. I see a lot of people making comments on
2: that project too, saying that they don't see it's worth it, or they don't understand why they're why they're doing it. And I would just say that from personal experience, it it needs to happen. Oh, Absolutely, and, yeah, no, and Sam, I mean, you're,
0: you you are fortunate. Yeah. I mean, I know I can I can think of particular instances in my history in this community. I know a, I know specifically. Of families and people involved in fatalities in that curve and in that section of roadway that would differ with anyone who says that that isn't worth it mm-hmm. it is absolutely one hundred percent worth it and in fact, a lot of mean, people will tell you it's far it went it was that way for far too long yeah because i mean if if
2: you see the i mean you can see the new road if you drive that way you can see where where <laughs> it will be i mean it's going to be so much better you won't have to turn. I mean, you'll be able to just pretty much keeping it straight on going.
0: That's right, all the way to Clarkson. Yeah, straightening that all the way through there, it will help you. Just have you know, a, a bear to the left a little bit and bear, bear to the right. And you know, I mean, Sam knows from personal experience. You come through that stretch of highway, the road's a little bit wet, you know, and all it takes is one little, one little shift or one little hydroplane, and next thing you know, you're on the railroad tracks, right, Sam? Yeah, or close oh no it was it was on it was on it was actually on the track oh yes Oops. Okay. oh yes oh, i didn't yes. recall exactly for sure if it uh-huh. was on oh yeah but so sam lived to tell the tale i did others not so fortunate
2: at <laughs> 10 out of 10
0: do not recommend <laughs> do not recommend yeah, no. litchfield police are investigating multiple reports of damage to private property over the last few weeks including severe damage to fields and yards and are asking for the public's help in curbing these incidents, so we got jack wagons among us. I mean, we knew that already, but now we—it's another yet affirmation of uh, jack wagonry going on here in our community. You like that mm-hmm. jack mm-hmm. huh. I've taken that word to a whole new level. I,
2: call call Judge Capresta and let him know about that, that too. I know he he'll likes.
0: he'll be so proud. His he'll, he'll, his rulings today will have an extra pep in his step, knowing that we've taken jack wagon to jack wagonry. Litchfield Aquatic Center is one of the areas that have been uh, damaged around that, around that we were just talking last week how beautiful the ECTC Litchfield campus is. And then we got jack wagons going through that area trying to tear up stuff. And then the uh, Grayson County High School and the Lawler campus. So they are trying to use the public's help to figure out who's causing this damage and first curb it, but to figure out restitution and who's responsible. And I would just remind parents... They are on the hook for things that, mm-hmm.
2: as I think uh, Detective Renfro said in that in that article, that if you if your kid comes home and their truck's got a lot of mud on it, you might want to be asking some questions. Yes.
0: Yeah. Well, now suddenly a bunch of people have been questioned because, mm-hmm. have you seen the mud on trucks? Mm-hmm. Not on yours. No, generally. You <laughs> usually keep it pretty clean. Governor Bashir announced yesterday that he's calling the Republican-led legislature into a special session to take up a relief package for flood-ravaged eastern Kentucky. The special session begins today. It's expected to last three days. Lawmakers and the Bashir's the, and Bashir's administration have been discussing assistance options ever since floodwaters engulfed parts of the state's Appalachian region late last month. Both the House and Senate are scheduled to convene at 2 p.m. Central Time today, so I would imagine uh, KET and our friends there will probably have some coverage of that. If you want to follow along with exactly, doesn't really impact us directly here, but anytime your legislature does things or helps our brethren around the state It's worth paying attention to. Did see a story this morning. It kind of confirms some of what I've been saying over the last few weeks. It's a story uh, Bruce Schreiner with the Associated Press did, talking with directly with some evacuees and some victims of the eastern Kentucky flooding. One of them is uh, Iveline Smith. She says in her story, she said that she woke up when her dog licked her hand and there were rising waters in her house, like already the water was up and the dog came and woke her up. Wow. Mm -hmm. There's a Cynthia and she, so she's talking about if she stays put, she's got to rebuild her home, but she's got to rebuild it higher than it was before. I mean, this is a, a once in a, I don't, it's a historical flood. I would be surprised if this happens again in that area, but it clearly can happen. Mm -hmm. So when they, they'll have to rebuild differently so that maybe they're protected the next time the water, the water rises, but she's faced with that decision. She said, if she stays, but then there is another lady named Cynthia greenhouse has already made up her mind. She and her husband are hoping to leave for Florida. So they're saying now out of, out of rising floodwaters, waters." into the eyes of hurricanes, you know, you relocate to Florida, it's not like it's free from its own weather problems. But it it confirms what I've been saying the last few weeks is these people, is that once the structure that they were raised and living in is no more, once it's a blank piece of property or land, they're faced with the decision stay or go. Mm-hmm. And I've given you two examples, and there's one stay and there's one go. So if you recruit, if you if you follow those numbers, if they're accurate, you're saying about half the people impacted could choose and no longer live in that area. Rather than start again, they're going to start again somewhere else. I liked the video uh, that Coach Cal
2: posted yesterday that he was down there. Of it was a man and, and his wife, and they had only a few minutes to save what they wanted to save, and he saved all his UK stuff. He's uh, UK, yeah. and um, Jack Givens was down there, too, and one of the things that he had was from the from one of the teams that Jack Givens was on, and it was a framed picture of all of them with Joe B. in the middle, and Jack Givens you know, said, well, we need to get a marker so I can sign that. And you could just see in the guy's face that it was like "That's this is the coolest thing in the world, and Coach Cal was there, and it just shows like how
0: uh-huh.
2: it, it was a really cool thing, and you could tell that that, that interaction of just Jack Givens and Coach Cal saying, you got a marker and that yeah. guy could have Is, never
0: imagined in his wildest dreams that those circumstances would take place that would lead Jack Givens to sign his picture. Exactly. You know, he could have yeah. maybe dreamed that maybe I'll go to Lexington someday and maybe I'll run into Jack Givens and maybe this and maybe that, but, but th- that, are you going to have the picture with you at th- that time? Cause this picture was, exactly.
2: this picture was not one that you could, I mean, it was a, a large size and it was, it was a really cool video.
0: Right. Uh, Did I see Kyra Elzey in the region too yesterday? She was there, uh, there?
2: the UK golf coach and maybe tennis coach. There was a group of coaches that went down. Listen, I I just Mark Stoops wasn't there though with Cal.
0: I've talked about it, and we've had some we've had some fun. They traveled in different cars. Uh, Talked about it and had some fun about inviting some of the people from that region. If they're leaving that region, let's don't send them to Florida, right? Let's, let's let Kentuckians know there are other places in Kentucky that they would be welcomed, because it. Some of that is selfish in saying that is because when I look at where we live, and until until we have more people relocate into our area that want to be hard workers and good citizens and productive, and until we have more of those people, our community is, is stagnant. You know, and t- because the employers we do have are begging for people to fill the jobs they have. And so you have people, well, we want more, or we want more restaurants or we want bigger paying jobs or we want this or we want that until you have the people in your community to fill those roles, leadership roles, um, uh, charitable roles, professional roles until we have that we we're, we're not going anywhere. So there are opportunities when when calamity befalls people like that, they need to know, hey, if you're looking to start somewhere new and you want an area where you can do it, this is a place that this is a place that can be done. How we communicate with them, I I don't know, but I I think it's um, I think it's worthy of a try. Now to the other end of the state, where calamity befell our fellow Kentuckians. A candle factory where several workers were killed during tornadoes that hit Kentucky in December has been cited for violations of federal labor law. Seven serious offenses are alleged carrying potential fines of $40,000 Mayfield Consumer Products has contested all seven the alleged violations include maintenance safeguards, operational exit routes, et etc et etc so the citations filed in June note that six employees were killed as a result of blunt force trauma when the building collapsed. there were eighty one people who died in the December ten storms uh, you know six of them were were there They also announced over the summer an expansion uh so anyway that uh, that situation is not is not clear at this point. So what else do you need to know about? We have talked about how the the football season, the college football season, generally gets underway next weekend, Labor Day weekend as the kickoff, but not if you are a fan of the Western Kentucky University Hilltoppers. Because of their trip to Hawaii, Labor Day weekend, mm-hmm. they will start the season this Saturday at home against Austin Peay. They don't only just start the season.
2: They're the first game of college football this year. They're the very first They're, game on yeah. Saturday? Northwestern oh, yeah, it's is it's playing. Oh, it's early. It's like noon, 11, 11, well, 11 And I think Northwestern is playing somebody in Ireland at 11.30. So Western Kentucky for 30 minutes (laughs) is going to be the only college. (laughs) Well, it's it's a nationally televised game. It's on CBS Sports Network against the the fighting governors from Austin Peay.
0: And finally, this segment, exactly why I want our fellow Kentuckians to rethink before they relocate to Florida. A St. Petersburg, Florida man was arrested after exposing himself at a Taco Bell late Saturday night. The St. Petersburg Police Department said 33-year-old Christopher Verstraten crawled through the drive through window of a Taco Bell all while completely nude. Oh, my. And just laid there in the floor just waiting for the police to he, come he get just him. just was looking to see if they had the Mexican pizza. That's wow. It. So, see, I mean, listen. It's chancy enough. You add naked man in the middle of it and it gets even takes it to a whole new level. This is why you don't move to Florida, friends. You stay. you stay right here among us. We gotta get to a break. We'll come back. Day number thirteen of Where's Quacky. Right round the corner here on In the Nut. Today is waffle day. It is Peach Pie Day today. Oh, I could get guy, behind that. Something about that reminds me of Jasmine from Big Brother. Uh, Judy, yeah. you are sweeter than Peach Pie. Yeah, uh, probably. It's Weather Complaint Day today. Oh, no. People <laughs> like to complain about the weather. Oh, it's so hot. Oh, it's so cold. Oh, it rains all the Horse time. Or is that directed towards meteorologists? Mm, I, I, maybe. I try not to complain about meteorologists. Uh, and then it's strange music day today. Hmm. Strange music. The sitar makes strange music. Like if you're just talking about mm-hmm. instruments. The sitar. Speak. Like Indian. Like. Speaking of strange
2: instruments, I had a quick conversation with one of the Bells last week. Have you worked on the backpipes for them or is, is that still coming?
0: So... Um, we are negotiating the Twin Lakes Marching Classic, and so they have asked me to participate on October the fifteenth. Uh-huh. And my people are in the li- in the process of sending my list of demands
2: now to is, them. Is the bagpipe or Devil Went Down to Georgia higher on that list?
0: Well, I'll tell you privately during the break. I don't want to telegraph okay. my playbook okay. to them. Fair enough. Fair enough. I don't want to give them. I don't want to give them ample time to prepare.
1: I just want to have a disclaimer in here. All okay. bagpipe practicing mm-hmm. will not take place at our home.
2: Okay, I think okay.
1: him and Ale- I, I think
0: we get. The- a- can I cross the road to the neighbor's property? And
2: I think we get a little small one and have you and Alea do a duet. Mm-hmm. Okay, well then mm-hmm. I'm
1: leaving.
0: Mm-hmm. Good. You're idea.
2: telling me that Alea wouldn't love to play the bagpipes.
0: She, she would, would love, love to play anything. She would love <laughs> to play the bagpipes. Uh, if it makes doubt. noise. Bum, bum, yeah. bum, bum, bum. Today is also day number thirteen of Where's Quacky. We first want to say congratulations to Kelly Hudspeth. Kelly Hudspeth knew that Quacky spent day number 12. Quacky spent his day yesterday at the Grayson County Clerk's Office. So right there among the old records. I mm-hmm. mean, those those books are so old, the spines, the covers of them are gone, mm-hmm. exposing the spines. I'd like to know what year those records are from that Quacky is thumbing through and looking
2: He's, is he looking
0: for his ancestors? Probably. Doing, just maybe looking for some deed transfers to see if Quacky actually does own Rough River Lake. <laughs> like, <laughs> Quacky may think he's the, he's the entitled legal heir to all of the, maybe even all bodies of water. That here touch, Grace and Kenny. Mm-hmm. well, <laughs> I mean, we know he
2: owns the the aquatic center, right? <laughs>
0: sure. I mean, who? I mean, absolutely goes without saying. Congratulations, Kelly! You may have won a thousand dollars in the Ducking Hunger Regatta. We know you've won a K one hundred five T shirt. And here's day number thirteen of Where's Quacky? This photograph is on our Facebook page. And we will need you in the comment section of this photograph on our Facebook page to tell us where Quacky is spending day number thirteen. If you know, you know.
2: This is one I actually did know. Yeah, I you, do know.
0: If you know, you know. If you don't know, you're probably going to be trying to copy off of everyone else. But
2: people are good at that.
0: That's always dangerous about copying. They could lead you right over a cliff. I so. Feel
1: like I should know, but
0: I huh. think you probably do when given You've enough time. You probably. Oh, no, you gave it away. People can drive past it. Mm-hmm. I mean, they might have thought mm-hmm. before that they would have to boat by it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, maybe it was on Monkey Island. Well, there's or, only what 687
2: miles of roadway in Grayson County,
0: something like that. By the way, she won't really say, but I did. I did a little crack research, staff, <laughs> and I'm kind of I'm kind of disappointed in us co- collective us collective Grayson Countyans. I'm kind of disappointed because uh, duck sponsorship is not nearly where I'm going to need it to be. Mm -hmm. And if you haven't sponsored a duck, if you haven't reached in your purse and found $5, $5 that will convert to 40 meals, if you haven't found just a single $5 to sponsor a duck, when it's as easy, let's see the QR code, Sam. I mean, all you have to do is point your phone at this QR code, on your screen if you're watching and it will take you right to the page where you sponsor a duck for $5. We can't make it any easier and it's lagging where I think it should be. And so if that doesn't get remedied in the next couple of days, I'm going to start singling people out. I'm going to (laughs) start checking the roles to see if so-and-so has sponsored a duck. And if they've not, well, they'll be lauded and chastised by me.
1: Well, see, so you know how, like, um, on Facebook, on people's birthday, they do, like, a, um, you can donate uh, to a charitable cause or whatever. yeah. Okay, so Friday is my birthday. So I think I'm going to um, post that. And on mine, and that will be my birthday wish. I like is, where you're
0: going. I like is that is
1: for people to sponsor a duck. I think
0: that's really good. It's it can't be any easier. I'm, right. I'm doing it right now. You are doing. I'm it? filling you're it out. I hadn't done one yet, and it's I'm already almost
2: done, and it's only been a minute.
0: I like it. So it's easy, and you're even working while you're doing it. Uh huh. So it's, that well, makes, it even, makes it even makes it even better. I'm professional. Going to need you all to get all the ducks sponsored. One.
2: Especially on the iPhone, the iPhone has like the fill-in feature, so it's literally just—it's already,
0: already populated. All you got to do uh-huh. is tap, tap, uh-huh. tap, tap.
2: Like, look at that! Dang, done.
0: Come on. Maybe would it have been e- would it have been easy to do multiple ones? Like, if you had said, "I'm feeling a little bit, I'm feeling a little bit loaded no today. I want to do, I want to do ten dollars. I want to do, I want four ducks. I want to do." Would it have been easy to do that if you wanted to? Oh
2: yeah, yeah. See, that's what yeah. I. To see, look, it, order confirmed. See, say that. All right. see, here's Love what it. I'm thinking:
0: like Kevin yeah. Henderson. See, he has an iPhone. I've seen him use it. He oh, needs. To call to, he needs like eight ducks. He, he needs to. He needs eight ducks. And the well, duck then in he's got six guy.
2: magistrates. Sure, he does. Look. So that's and a just, sheriff,
0: and a jailer. Oh so kind of what I'm kind of what I'm thinking. Now I don't know. I don't. There's a. I haven't seen the roles yet. Mm-hmm. There's a chance the judge already has ducks. I'm just using the judge as an example mm-hmm. of how the calling out can start. Mm-hmm. Shots fired.
1: Okay. Well, I'm going to come up with something good for Friday, for my birthday.
0: <laughs> You've already done it. Excellent job. Well, so. they
2: count this as an early present for you. I know it's, oh, it's too well, good. <laughs> thanks,
1: Sam. I love it.
0: A new smart food. Frank's Red Hot Flavored Popcorn is hitting shelves. So I got to tell you, I see these bags of smart food popcorn. The white cheddar, it's good.
1: Oh, I got to tell you about some flavored popcorn in a minute.
0: Okay. I, I, uh, I, I see these bags mm-hmm. and I kind of got to look down my nose at them because I think if I don't see and hear it pop, there's something about it that is not nearly as good in the popcorn space. But I see it, and I think, you know, that's a low-calorie snack. Mm -hmm. If you would just open that bag, it's probably better for you than chips. And now I see this, and I go, Frank's Red Hot on popcorn? That'd be good. I think that's something I could get on board with, because does that say 60 calories?
1: Yeah, and there's probably only three-fourths of a cup in the bag. But, yeah, I mean, it does look good.
0: And that's 60 calories (laughs) per cup, yeah, so... Yeah, that's got gotcha. you. I don't know how many servings are in the bag. But anyway, that would be a good snack option mm-hmm. without going the So I think I'm okay with this. Now, is your flavored popcorn talk is that for on air or off air? It's
1: for on air. Okay. So, I was in uh, the best friend's vehicle yesterday and we were waiting for to go to dinner and I'm pilfering through her console or whatever and I see this bag and it says cinnamon toast crunch. Well, I'm thinking she, well, you have a little bag of cereal <laughs> in your car. And so she kind of looked at me, and I was like, I like Cinnamon Toast Crunch, too. And so she looks at me like I'm stupid, and she's like, it's popcorn. Did you know that they have Cinnamon Toast Crunch popcorn?
0: I know you can buy the dust. I had no idea.
1: I know. No. It was pretty to- good stuff. Cinnamon Crunch yeah. Toast
0: Popcorn? Well,
1: of course, then I had to try it. But it had been in her car for three weeks, probably. This
0: is my, and that's my thing. You get into some stale popcorn, you get into some popcorn that's been popped <laughs> for a while. Mm-hmm. If it's more than an hour old, you can forget now see, it. Now, see, the one thing with the, if you get the white cheddar flavor
2: of that, you get, what is it, Chingers, like Cheetos? Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. kind of like that. Mm-hmm. So it's you, it's not necessarily the greatest driving food. But not as orange. Yeah, it's not, like not a orange. yellowy mm-hmm. yeah. kind of.
0: A new study says kids who skip breakfast or eat bacon and eggs are more likely to have behavioral problems, and my entire childhood was just explained in one headline.
1: Wow. So, we are winning with cake for breakfast.
0: (laughs) I guess so. Kids who eat cereal are less likely to have behavioral issues than kids who eat eggs, processed meats, etc. Huh. So, one, don't skip breakfast. But Mm -hmm. also, what you choose for breakfast seems to have some type of impact on on it. Uh, There is a parent. We were really kind of late, so I can't spend a whole lot of time on it. But a parent came to the, you know, that Am I the Butthead forum Mm -hmm. that uh, they have online, and she began her story by explaining that her daughter, Mia, recently started a new school. When she received the school supplies list, they noticed that they needed to purchase extra supplies. She wrote that they didn't necessarily agree with buying the extra supplies, but it wasn't a hill they were willing to die on, so they bought everything on the list. But Mia is very particular on what type of stationery she likes, Etc. Uh, Etc. Cetera, et cetera. goes on. I sat down with Mia and got her personalized binders and notebooks and pencils with her name. I got them on Etsy, and it all—it's all part of the item, so it can't be removed and given to another kid. Um, when Mia arrived home, she said that a a note was sent from the teacher. A passive aggressive note was sent from the teacher regarding the school supplies. The teacher tried to gather all the school supplies so the kids could choose what they wanted and request that the original poster brought in generic ones instead, which they are refusing to do so. The teacher has requested that the original poster stop by for a discussion. Of course, that warranted multiple responses from people and largely, according to the reactions on Reddit, that the poster is being backed in that because they're talking about how um, well, one said, "I hated this as a kid. My parents would buy Crayola, and I somehow would get the Dollar Tree brand." Enough parents complained, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Then it says, "You bought extra as requested and then personalized for your daughter." I don't know what the uh, what the teacher has a problem with. Well, the problem is is that the teacher is tired of paying for all the school supplies for the kids that don't have them. But is that the other parents' fault? you know, the, the teacher shouldn't have to buy the supplies. I'm 100% on that, but you also can't necessarily pass that. That's a, that's a socialism move, right? You're taking, well, these don't have, so I'm going to require you to bring them in so I can give them to them and everybody's got them. Well, this is what's leading schools to just furnish supplies, right? You're Furnish, furnish meals, furnish supplies, furnish. And so it's all just part of this chaos and confusion that it's an additional school tax. Like if you ask the parents to bring in extra for the ones that don't, then that's you're levying a fee of some kind on someone and say, well, if you're going to mandate it, then the school should provide it. Right. You shouldn't put the burden on the teachers and then the teachers shouldn't pass the burden that they should have the necessary supplies and then pass them on to the other parents who are just doing their part and making sure their kids have the supplies. Is there a it sounds like kind of a no win situation for everyone involved, but I don't blame this person.
2: I, I think in I, a little bit, at least the way I was hearing you read it, I think in some of it seems like she's just being a little too difficult just well, to be difficult. So
1: I hear what you're saying. Yeah, I, I don't I, disagree. I am the mother that I do not mind to purchase extra school supplies and have been known to do so on a regular basis, mm-hmm. especially when Anna was in elementary school. But I'm also not the parent who, I'm sorry, it sounds extremely snotty to me that this mother chose to personalize everything. You are as a mother, you are already creating a I'm better than you mentality. All of my stuff came from Etsy. Okay. Go mm-hmm. by the Crayola. go by the regular folders,
2: put a few hmm. extra
1: in there and call it a day.
2: I'm I'm also from the mindset of being the son of a retired educator. I Meaning my mom, I I mean I would love to know, and I know that she has no way of keeping on how much money she spent out of pocket on kids, on school sure. supplies, on and not even just school supplies. I, I, I'm sure that I'm sure she could fund education. i mean, fund mm-hmm. a college a year of a college education. Like we were talking earlier on, just the amount of money that she would spend on some of those on some of the kids. And I know, in knowing her and knowing probably every single teacher. They don't regret having to spend that money, but it's more just they wish they didn't have to. to. They shouldn't have to. Shouldn't have to. (laughs) But because, but I think that you know, what, just buy the pack of Ticonderoga pencils. They're good
0: pencils, and let's just keep things easy. Where where this parent for me crossed the line was the personalization. Mm-hmm. It's the putting the name on everything, mm-hmm. and that's saying mine, 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 yes. mine, 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 mine.
1: It's creating mm-hmm. entitlement to me,
0: and so that's where. But if you want to buy Crayola, and you want to buy the like, you want to buy the fancy Trapper Keeper, and you want to buy that, all that is fine. But marking them so that no one else can mm-hmm. use them is your binder is one
2: meaning. thing because you're not necessarily going to be sharing a binder. Right. Your binder is your binder, but pencils, erasers. Pens, like let's just
1: And I think a lot of those go into one bin anyway. I know that there are a mm-hmm. lot of elementary school teachers that there is a pencil box, there is a crayon box, and you know, it's not necessarily shoved in the child's individual desk.
0: But can't we figure it's out community. How to, can't we figure out how to properly supply classrooms? Shouldn't we be able to do that? I mean and is that why school systems, some including ours, have decided we're just buying the school supplies to eliminate this type of stuff? I mean seems to be. I mean it's it's again we're just asking schools to do more and more and more and more but if it keeps the peace sometimes you have no choice I suppose. Got to get to a break. We'll come back today's water cooler question coming up here on in the know. Did you know the flashes of colored light you see when you rub your eyes are called phosphenes? P h o s p h e n e s, phosphines. Hmm. Yeah, you, know, you, you, you rub your eyes and you see those weird, mm-hmm. those weird colored lights. Phosphines are what those are called. Here's today's water cooler question. If you've not won in the last 30 days and you're 18 years of age or older, you qualify to win by texting your answer to 270 259 you'll text the answer. Lumineers up for grabs. Also got some uh, theme park tickets for you. Most of our theme parks still open uh, weekends, and know Holiday World's open like through um, Halloween mm-hmm. uh, weekend, so you still got some options there. You're more likely to do this on Wednesday than any other day. You're more likely to do this on Wednesday than any other day of the week. That's today's water cooler question. Text the answer to two seven zero You're more likely to do this on Wednesday.
1: Was that just in general or did you look at one of us?
0: In general. Oh. Are, you are, more, are you more likely to you're do this on Are you more likely Wednesday? to do this on Wednesday? I don't know if... I'm not sure. Do actually, I do this at all? Actually, oh, yeah, uh, I've done this maybe once. I once in my memory, one specific <laughs> instance I can remember. I
2: can tell it's not the second one. That <laughs> I okay. just put a joke because that's the one I wrote down. I was like, "Well, that's not true." Sam, but, are, you, are you? Yeah, we both. <laughs>
0: Sam, are you on board with Hard Knocks this season? I haven't watched an episode. Yeah, haven't watched it yet. No. Lions coach Dan Campbell says, "The dumber you think I am, the better off we are." He is well aware that some people think he's not very intelligent, and he's more <laughs> than okay with that. He's he's funny. I mean, he, he says is, some. He is funny. I
2: mean, just if he, you're bored, go watch his opening press conference about what he thinks he would do for a Super Bowl.
0: <laughs> he's about what you he, he's about what you would expect like a football coach to be. He's like the football th- coach in movies. Yes, that's right. He's exactly the football coach in movies. He said, if you're an opponent, the dumber you think I am, the better off we are. means they'll get underestimated. And he's got some characters. What, Ran- uh, Antoine randall L is on that staff? Oh, is he? And then, yeah, some of his assistants are just as colorful and have lots of character as, uh, as, gonna as he is. I'm going to keep my mouth quiet on him. Yeah, I, I figured you probably would. I mean...
2: From Indiana to Pittsburgh, does it get... Oof. No, it's a, That's a, it's that's a rough worst.
0: one, too. Two strikes. <laughs> the counts 0-2 on against Antoine Cattler, randall but... L. Uh, the Emmys host, Kenan Thompson, says the odds are probably high that his SNL characters will show up at the Emmy ceremony. If DeAndre Cole is not there, then it is not considered a legitimate television show. For him to do what's up with that, and he's got... He'll have to have Jason Sudeikis come out in that tracksuit and do that dance. And you hit the music start. Ooh-wee. DeAndre Cole has got to be on the Emmys, or I will. So are you actually going to watch the Emmys? No, I'll watch this section. I'll wait for the next day and see this clip. The rest of my shows will be done under protest if DeAndre Cole is not on the Emmys. Ooh-wee. What's up with that? What's up with that? My apologies, Miss Buckles, but The House of the Dragon is HBO's biggest new series premiere ever. Oh, I'm aware. Well, I you said you were tired of hearing about it, but yeah. unfortunately I have to mention that it's off to a flying start. It's set 200 years before Daenerys Targaryen's quest for the Iron Throne scored nearly 10 million viewers in its Sunday night debut, including our eldest daughter and son-in-law, because when I talked to her yesterday, she said, Did you watch House of the Dragon? And I said... <laughs> I did not. In fact, I am forbidden from even mentioning it within the, wall, the walls of our home. Because <laughs> Listen, I so... can't
1: even go look for Milo and Otis without running into this nonsense.
0: Oh, well, yeah, I can see that. And, and Milo and Otis is far, is far away yeah. from House of the House of the Dragon. Avatar is coming back to theaters in advance of its anniversary release. The thing I kind of think is neat about Avatar is that it spawned a word. You know, the thing we use online of ourselves, our avatar, is a result of the movie Avatar. I, I like the area at Disney, but I'm not all crazy about it's Avatar. It's a good movie. I
1: like the movie it's better after we went fine. through after we went I've seen to it Disney.
0: The When you fly It's
1: kind of cool. Yeah, it's, yeah. Oh, it's
0: a very great experience, but it's just I don't understand why the world is so crazy about Avatar. And uh, then Jennifer Lopez has released a some photos she had three different wedding dresses that were fashioned by Ralph Lauren and she has shared some of the photographs of that so but i see that and it makes me wonder is there any bedazzling was there any bedazzling on that wedding dress <laughs> and should we put up another famously bedazzled wedding dress next to it to see how they compare yes mm-hmm. think i think we, we should, should yes. i think we should without a doubt so let's have a committee look into that. <laughs> Got to get to a break. We'll come back. See if we have a winner in our water cooler question. Plus, we'll have the point to ponder, pearl of wisdom, and more here on In the Know. MB's point to ponder for today. What's your all-time favorite line from a movie? Oh God! <sighs> well, I can't come up with. I can't come up with uh, one. Nobody puts baby in a corner. Nobody puts baby in a corner. I know that's a popular one. That's I have so said.
2: many. This house is a prison. I have to say it that way, Mm -hmm. Uh, because that's the safer radio version. What movie is that from? Step Brothers.
0: This house is a prison on the planet. Good. Uh Prestige worldwide. Uh Good line. I mean, I like insider lines that not some Uh, of the obvious ones, but uh, I have all. I, I will tell you that at the end of the day is one one that I recall coming up that comes to my mind probably at times when it's most important is Red's line, Morgan Freeman's line, and Shawshank Redemption, get busy living or get busy dying. Mm -hmm. There's just, over the last 25 years, that line, and because I can come up with plenty of funny lines, Mm -hmm. but there's just something about the 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 premise that that line plays in that movie get busy living or get get busy living or get oh, busy dying here's it,
1: one for you all there's no crying in baseball there's that's
2: no good. crying in baseball if you're running a deep one. one you got Rafiki from the Lion King I uh, yes the past may hurt but you can
0: either run from it or learn from it Ooh, uh, I love, good
1: job Sam okay
0: uh, everything the light touches in the Lion uh, King. okay you know, all right <laughs> we've got to
1: move on now. <laughs>
0: but the other day I said I like I said something like well it's box of chocolates you just you know. Mm-hmm. So you even use lines, but negative ghostwriter, the pattern is full, yeah. is one of my, like, you have to know.
1: Well, and there's that. not been a watermelon that comes through our house that he doesn't say, I carried a watermelon. Yeah, yeah. I mean, so.
0: Without a doubt. I don't miss an opportunity <laughs> to use the watermelon line. <laughs> I carried watermelon. Let, da, 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 da. There's so many good movie lines. What's the answer? Could you just live life? Wouldn't it be great to live life, though, in movie lines? Just Because no. I say every moment every moment of my life has a soundtrack. Like there's a perfect song uh-huh. or lyric that matches everything that happens. What if I just did that with movie lines? Movie lines and lyrics. That's all I'm going to speak from this moment forward. Good luck doing a show that way. <laughs> Fort, I could probably do it. Forty, I mean, it wouldn't be a good show. 4109 new snooze button. Hey. You're more likely to press the snooze button on Wednesday oh, nice. than any other day. It's about the same every day. I uh, You said you've only hit the snooze button once. Then I can then in my memory. I'm sure I've done it long ago, but now you have gotta remember I I mastered the art. My oh, alarm is on the other side of the room, okay. so That's I can smart. avoid the snooze. Like mm-hmm. I can see where the snooze button would be a detriment to my life were it accessible. But I will tell you the last time I used it was the I bought myself seven more minutes. When I was uh, in Frankfurt, no, in Louisville for the last KBA board meeting, when I have to use my phone as my alarm, Mm -hmm. well, when it's right there, I go, oh, snooze. Mm -hmm. So see, that's exactly why the alarm clock is on the other side of the room. The iPhone, you don't even need to
2: look up. You just can hit the buttons on the side. I know, right? It's like you (laughs) can just, yeah.
0: To snooze it. Well, I mean, when it comes up on my screen, it has a button that says snooze. Well, yeah, but you don't press even press have to look
2: have to. at it. You can just squeeze it on the uh-huh. side and press I the buttons, that's and that's then that's it'll... Good. I think I can find it.
0: All right, on television tonight.
2: Because the downside to that is you have the issue of turning it off.
0: That's true, too, yeah. Uh-huh. Yes. This is why. Just can't. America's Got Talent is on NBC. On HBO, something called Katrina Babies, an intimate look at the aftermath of Hurricane Katrina and its impact on the youth of New Orleans. On TLC, it's a series premiere called Bad Hair Day. So all the people who have weird hair things in their lives, they kind of follow them around. On TLC, Season 2 premiere of Farmhouse Fixer. And on ID, the Season 4 premiere of In Pursuit with John Walsh. Hmm. Hope you all enjoy that. Yeah. Let's go to... uh, Today's highlight in history, this date in AD 79, long dormant Mount Vesuvius erupted, burying the Roman cities of Pompeii and Herculaneum. In volcanic ash, an estimated 20,000 people died. Uh, bu- bu- Bart Giamatti banned Pete Rose from mm. baseball this day in 1989.
2: Sorry, Sam. I mean, Pete did it to himself.
0: Uh, birthdays today. Joe Regalbudo is 73. Mike Huckabee is 67. Steve Gutenberg is 64. Cal Ripken Jr. is 62. Craig Kilborn is 60. Major Garrett is 60. Marley Matlin is 59. Uh, Fifty-seven. Dave Chappelle is forty-nine today. Wow. Alex O'Loughlin, who played the lead role on Hawaii Five-O, is forty-six today. The reboot of Hawaii Five-O, and Rupert Grint is thirty-four today. My daddy. Oh, my daddy's yeah. birthday my is today. Is celebrating a birthday today. Shout out to the most famous person in Windyville.
1: I know, right?
0: He's probably getting some chocolate chip cookies or something. I would think so? Uh, this is the Gaylords and uh, the little shoemaker.
1: she he loved
2: I was going to say, this but one's danced, good. Danced, I heard danced, Dennis danced, was up and walking. I'm sure this is the song that he was moving his legs to. Because mm-hmm.
0: this has got kind of a good little
2: movement to it.
0: Like right there? That little
1: click, it the reminds, little click. reminds me. I feel like I should be at Disney somewhere. By the, oh, a year, it's it's
0: exactly right. It sounds like something. Well, yeah. Um, By the way, this is from an album called The Gaylord's 13 All-Time Greatest Hits. Mm -hmm. So uh, you got My Little Boy, I Love Capri, No More Pasta Mama, Toot Toot Root, (laughs) Don't Mess With My Toot Toot is one of their songs, Italian Provinces Medley, and From the Vine Came, and 12 Days of Christmas in addition to The Little Shoemaker.
1: That's probably not like a bad, you know, background kid friendly, mm-hmm. you know.
0: Were you really surprised the other day when I stumbled into that, that album on how to teach kids dances?
1: Why would I be surprised?
0: No, but it just seemed like you went like, oh, this is a very helpful tool.
1: Well, yeah, but I'm, I'm not surprised that you found it.
0: Yeah, well, yeah. I kind of found it by accident, but...
2: I mean, after you're done with 90s rap, are you going to introduce Leia Al- to the
0: Gaylords? Oh, we've already been working on salsa.
2: Yeah, there's salsa dancing. Salsa.
0: We're doing salsa. Mm-hmm. Hello, yeah, Mutta. It's good. Hello, Fada. Alan yeah, Sherman, we'll number one in '63. Right. Hips and shoulders, hips and shoulders in salsa. It is funny to
2: watch.
0: Got to teach them all various kinds yeah. of things, Sam. You can't can't all just right? be the can't just be the three R's. 1972. <laughs> the Looking Glass was number one with Brandy. I never connected st- until the other day, and someone pointed it out to me, was that Super 70s account I follow on Twitter, that this song is about sailing. This is Brandy Brandy, you're a fine girl, what a good wife you would be, but my love, my uh, the, the love of my lady is the sea. So he's, going, he's like going off to sea for the rest of his life. I was like, I never put that together. It's amazing how many songs are like that. I've just hung up back over here at Foghorn Leghorn. I always have been. You know, I'll say, I'll say, bye. Kenny Rogers, I don't need you. number one in 81. Yes, we both wanted, don't we? Another good Twitter account I follow. I was going to say,
2: about the five seconds of that was enough.
0: Shenandoah, number one in 90. Next to you, next to me. Marty Rowe Was Marty Rowe the lead singer of Shenandoah you're asking the wrong yeah. person
1: when you look so, over this side neither of us so that's
0: a very memorable song this is a very memorable song now, this one I know 1999 Smash Mouth number one it's also it's Shrek that's right 08 Chris Brown forever that's when you know all the dance flash mobs or the organized dances I remember Jim and Pam's wedding is the one I remember forever the most yes you're right when they get carried down the aisle and all that. Uh, and then Despacito, Louis Fonsi, number one in 2017. MB's Pearl of Wisdom for today says, whatever you're meant to do, do it now. The conditions will always seem impossible. Whatever you're meant to do, do it now. The conditions will always seem impossible. MB's Pearl of Wisdom for today. Remember, God loves you, and I do too. If you don't know Jesus, let me know, and I'll introduce you. Look forward to seeing you back here tomorrow for another edition of our show. For Sam Gormley, for B i MB, and now you're in the know.